It is the Frank and Friends Show. Hi there, I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Catherine Frady. Well, hello, Catherine. Hi, Frank. <sighs> Fancy to meet you here. Yes, uh, uh, it's nice because, <laughs> you know, our schedule got disrupted a little bit because of, you know, well, still All the, the traveling. Still the traveling and then the weather and the things. Uh, but don't let that disturb you. You know, uh, go ahead and put your order into the supply chain and maybe order some Frank and Friends merchandise. At frankandfriendsshow.com backslash store. Look at this. Yeah. Two-sided mug. Very nice. But you can also get phone cases. I love my phone case. Oh, he's still working for you? Oh, yeah. It's great. That's good. Didn't you see the selfie I took when I was out of town and it had, like, the Frank and Friends Show logo in it? No, I missed it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry I missed that one. I try to stalk you regularly on I mean, Instagram. That's but that's really um, sad. Because I just figured one of these days I'm going to miss liking something, and that's the one you're going to bring up. And, and what there do you know? There it is. You know, I'm pretty sure you liked it. It was the one where I was in the My fancy dress. Nightmares come true. Um, For the audition. Oh, um, well, no offense to the phone case, but I actually literally <laughs> liked the dress. <laughs> the dress was distracting. It was but. great. It was the, yeah, it was one of your um, Vinick. No, it no. was, um, I don't, I don't know. even know the designer, but I got it for the fundraising event. It was beautiful. Thank you. The greenish one. Yeah. 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 And it, so it's a, it's a good dress. You should follow Catherine on, uh, on Instagram, and then you can like that picture, make up for the me. And you can uh, see the, the phone case and purchase one yourself. How about that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, also, they got that sign back there, which I don't think anybody else is going to buy one of those. I really just put that in the merch store for myself, but technically it's in there. You could, um, you could get one if you get wanted. One? It's under canvas print. Or sweatshirt. A pint glass. Yeah, I've got my sweatshirt over there. Yeah. Got my yeah. stuff. Good. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, we're ha- happy to be here um, with all of the all that's been going on. Um, yes, we had some snow here in East Tennessee. And my friend Bean in England is always writing to me, did you get a lot of snow? And I'm, I need to explain that horseshoe effect and why actually, as much as I despise snow and ice, I'm somewhat thankful that we live in Knoxville where we get less snow and ice because we're in this horseshoe than the towns that are like La Follette, for example, or the Cumberland, um, Fairfield Glade, or the Smoky Mountains. You know, on all sides of us, there's like this this peninsula of less snow, sometimes no snow, which is where Knoxville is. It's really interesting that you mentioned that because I was always watching the Weather Nation have you have you watched the Weather Nation? First of all, you have to watch the Weather Nation. It's, what? No, it's Where, is it? A, is it like a? <laughs> it's just a television um, network that instead comes of free Weather with Channel. Television. Yeah, uh, it's Weather Nation. I don't know if I have it because I have. I just have Roku. I might have it. You might. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, Weather Nation is is really fun. They play weather all day long, and they're showing. Well, that's their. They work at it. I would think it's their job. Yeah. Just call that playing. I mean, it's not really very polite. <laughs> We're playing at a podcast. Yeah, it's our job. This is uh, yeah, 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 they're playing. They love the weather. Right, okay, so they play weather. They play weather, and uh, they showed <laughs> like the you map. play house. <laughs> yeah. Some people play house. They play weather. Okay. Well, I mean, uh, how often is the weather accurate? I think saying that they play weather. Is... My friend David Aldrich <laughs> calls himself Captain Accurate because he's reasonably accurate. Okay, reasonably, but for fairly accurate. Yeah, still playing. a lot accurate. Playing. All right. Anyway, okay. So weather, weather nation. Weather Nation, and they're showing where the snow is is falling, and yeah. there is. There's just like this little circular gap. There, yeah. the snow is not falling yet, and we're not going to get hit as much. And there's Knoxville in the center of that. It makes yeah. me happy. Yeah. It makes me happy because um, I don't. Well, we had enough snow that you were surprised. I was supposed to come to a board meeting. You know, I'm on the <laughs> board of Catherine's Marble City Opera. You know, and uh, but she sends this option. She says, "Well, if you don't want to come to the meeting in person." You can come on Zoom. And usually, 
Uh, I'm, not, I'm one of the people who always shows up in person. So I was actually counting how many people I needed to make copies of because I have to print oh, documents. Oh, and in my oh. in my thought process, I was like, oh, well, Frank will show up in person. So I printed papers for Frank. Well, you can give them to somebody else because I, I, I did the Zoom option. <laughs> there, was, there was this much snow on, still on my lawn and zero snow on the streets. <laughs> Jerry went out to church for a few minutes because she had to listen to an audition. They're hiring a new accompanist. Nice. So she had to go, actually, I guess she had to go sing so that the accompanist would play, and they were auditioning the accompanist. Nice. And um, so she's like, I'm going over to the church. I'm like, I, but I, I don't want to leave the house. She's like, damn. <laughs> but she was back before dark. That's good. And I thought, ah, I'm going to zoom it in because I have had in my life, you know, two specific things with regard to snow and ice that have made me vociferously, vehemently um, despise it. Okay, I need, to, I need to know why you hate snow so badly. All right, when I was about 13 or so, I uh, slipped on a patch of ice and broke both bones in my left arm. That's I landed on the brick stairs on the front of my house, and there's a long story that um, goes with this that we can get into another time, but the short version of it is my father had hired a limo to take us to the airport to go to Walt Disney World. I go next door to get the, give the neighbors the house keys, and I'm coming back in to our house, and I slip on the ice, break my bones. The trip is canceled, and oh, I get no. whisked off to the emergency room in the back of a limo. So you had to go to the emergency room instead of Disney World? Yeah. Because of snow and ice. And then it gets further complicated by the fact that there was an orthopedic surgeon's convention in New Orleans that day. So all of them are out of town, but the one guy they left behind. And my father is dissatisfied. What if this guy's not good enough? I mean, that's a fair... Right, Question. so he calls yeah. his brother, who is one of the top orthopedic surgeons in all of New York, and the whole convention down in New Orleans is vetting this one poor bastard is left back up there. <laughs> <laughs> that guy had so much pressure on him yeah. that for a basic, simple broken arm, he kept me in the hospital for a week. Oh, my goodness. And he gave me a cast from here up to here. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, he was, he, because his, turns out that my father's brother is an orthopedic surgeon, the guy who fixed my arm, his brother is also an orthopedic surgeon, oh, no. and he's down in New Orleans partying with my uncle. So it's a small world, but they're all talking about my case, and, and, and it was a complicated break, and they wanted to make sure they could do it without cutting the skin, which obviously they did. They, look, it's perfect. Um, so, so that's the whole story. It's long, but that's the whole story. Yeah. So a lot of pressure, so I hate the ice for that reason. That's a good reason. Then, um, I, I guess I was about 13-ish or so. Then cut, go, move ahead about 10 years. I'm like 23-ish. I finally buy my first new car. Okay. You know, it's just a cheapo little Ford Escort, but it's stick shift. And I'm driving home from the record store where I'm working, selling Michael Jackson albums. And, um, you know. As you do. Yeah, well, that's, that was the number one selling album for several years in a row. Uh, and I wipe out on the ice and I get the whole side of my car is just destroyed mm. from hitting into somebody other you know it's like one of those multi-car yeah. collisions oh that's awful um on uh, at the corner of uh was it 123 and dolly madison or whatever it was old dominion road and dolly madison and mclean so that makes me not want to so i don't want to walk on the ice and i don't want to drive on the ice i mean that's fair all right. Now, I know fair. it's been a while I, since I've had a, a major still, ice accident. It's, but it's trauma. It's trauma. That's why I enjoyed you. living in Los Angeles for all those years. That makes sense. Well, and Knoxville doesn't normally get snow. I mean, we've already had snow three times this year, I think, and mm. and that's unusual for this area. Yeah. So I mean, it's, that's that's why I zoomed into your meeting. I thought this is a great opportunity. 
<laughs> and also, you know, I used to have to, the whole time I lived in Knoxville, I would always have to go to a radio job in person, mm. six days a week usually. And um, it was rain or snow or sleet or hail or hot or cold. It doesn't matter. Because that's the way radio used to be. You had to go to where the microphone was. Right. And, and you know, when they've eliminated all these jobs in radio and replaced them with what they call out-of-town voice trackers. So technically, I am an out-of-town voice tracker for Lake FM, which is in La Follette. But I'm certainly not going to drive up to La Follette. The studio's not even in La Follette. But imagine me driving up there to yeah. do the show from that snow. But I have a microphone here in the house, and I'm so spoiled that I don't know if I'll ever get another full-time radio job again because they're so few and far between. Well, instead of having to go to the microphone, just bring the microphone to you. And I can't, yeah, you can barely tell. I mean, you really have to be, you know, have a... The bionic woman hearing or Superman hearing or whoever it was that had good hearing, you know, you might be able to barely pick out that, oh, I don't think he's in a soundproof studio. I think he's at his home. <laughs> you know, but they got yeah. a mic that uh, the is, mic is, really nice. is adapted for that environment. It's not a studio mic. It's a mic to use, you know, in this world. What is right. it? Um, I guess it's not omnidirectional. It's cardioid and it just picks up the one side and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, nice. Well, I used to hate the snow when I lived in Virginia as a little... As a little kid. Yeah. And I used to cry whenever it snowed. My dad used to have to pick me up and carry me around. See, now my kids were the opposite. <laughs> my kids were pissed at me for moving them to California, were away they? from the snow. Yeah, Frank Jr. lives in Michigan now. He loves the snow. I like it when it's like this. You know, it's like two or three inches. It, like, lands. You have the day where you're just going to hide hide inside, and then it melts, and you can get back to regular life. See, now, and my daughter lives in Virginia, where it's up in northern Virginia, where it snows a ton. And she sent a video of the... Did I tell you this already? The Rocket Brothers making snow angels? Oh, that's fun. Except Timmy was making his face down because he thought it was more interesting. <laughs> that's great. Like, that's what great. are you doing? Timmy. Timmy. <laughs> but Emily, he and Artie both think it's funny to do snow angels, you know, and they put yeah. their face in the snow, and it's just yeah. exciting. And it's. We took pictures in the snow yesterday, and Sasha loves to run around in the snow, actually. She yeah. doesn't like it when the snow is falling, on her face, but she does like it when the snow is not oh. falling anymore, and she loves to run around in it. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I know I've just talked about my broken arm, but when we didn't go to Walt Disney World, my father, as a consolation prize, bought us a Siberian husky. Ah, telling this my mother is why you don't like dogs too. Well, that, <laughs> well, so I'm I'm home recuperating from the broken arm, at cleaning up dog poo because everyone else is out of the house. <laughs> Another reason why you don't like snow. And I have to house break this yep. puppy. Yeah. So I love the dog. I love the dog, but she loved the snow. That was her jam. She'd get out there and, and just you know do this. They run with like they run different than other dogs. Right. With they the run two paws. Two paws. Yeah. Sasha yeah. does that sometimes. Oh, okay. Maybe she's got a little. Husky. Maybe <laughs> a little, little tiny. <laughs> name like Sasha. You would think she's got some Siberian in her. Yeah. Well, you know, she shouldn't shiver so much then. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have so much else to tell you. I know know you've got stories too, but I also uh, need to tell you about my experience at the uh, Japanese New Year celebration. Yes. And um, so many other things. But I want to take a quick break and uh, talk about Steve's Tree Service, which means I need to pull up the the script for Steve's Tree Service. (laughs) Well, they cut down one of your trees. A bunch of my trees, a whole bunch. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very happy about that because... Those trees, um, some of them were really leaning hard, and if you put a little bit of snow, a little bit of ice on them... They it, would break. I mean, it's yeah. a really good thing that they're not there now. Yeah, so I'm happy to get rid of those, and that's probably a reason why you may need to call Steve's Tree Service if you're anywhere in the East Tennessee area. You know, you maybe have uh, some that 
either snapped or cracked, or you can tell are about to, you know, do a little preventive tree surgery there, or just clean up, you know, and they're great at cleaning up. They will come with their crew and their trailers, and that's they specialize in a couple of things. And one is making sure they leave it better looking than when they got there. Nice. And the other is they're just kind people, so they always like to look out for senior citizens who maybe live alone and... They want to make sure that those folks don't get ripped off by one of the big companies who, you know, they come in with all the razzle-dazzle and the trucks and the cranes. And Steve does it differently. He hires the tree climbers. Right, like the lumberjacks. Yeah. And they go up there and they work there and they go up to the top of the tree. They send the, it's usually the smallest guy. That's interesting. I don't know, but because they're like jockeys. I don't know what this thing is, but usually the, usually the, the thinnest, strongest um, shortest, shortest guy is usually the, the tree climber, and he, he's got like these chainsaws, these that, that are like knives. Does he have the the like the spurs on his shoes? Yeah, yeah. That's oh cool. yeah. yeah. Have to, that's there's some exciting. videos. If you look up Steve's tree service on Facebook, you can see some videos of these guys. You know, going up there like lumberjacks, and then and then scientifically they have to figure out which part of the tree to cut in what order so that it all you know if you if you cut the wrong part too soon well you you know obviously you'll kill yourself <laughs> you'll fall down with the tree <laughs> yeah so they don't do that yeah. they, they, they're licensed they're bonded they're smart they know how to survive in that scenario and uh, they slice and dice the trees so that um, you don't have to steve's tree service you can find them like i said facebook and yelp they got great reviews on all of the google all of the things or better yet just call renee who's steve's wife and have her come and she'll uh, she'll give you the estimate she comes first oh that's great and so and sometimes Steve, if he's available, he'll come over too. But Renee knows it, knows the business side of it. Um, 865-257-6214 at Steve's Tree Service. So here we are in, uh, in mid-January. Um, and it's cold. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I wanted to tell you about the, the New Year celebration that I attended. Yeah. Um, it was kind of exciting because I you know, had hosted or emceed the Knox Asian Festival multiple times, which doesn't really make any sense. Why would I do it? Except that I worked for a radio station that was the sponsor of the Asian Festival. And nice. if your charity has a radio sponsor, you should ask them to provide an MC for free as part of the media sponsorship. Right. So I would go and, frankly, work my tail off. I mean, I, I would, oh, you know what? I, here's your phone around. Oh, I don't. Well, it's hilarious when you go to uh, knoxasianfestival.com and you click on the gallery. I can look Oh, yeah, just do that. You can do that. Just, uh, somewhere at knoxasianfestival.com website. Um, and then you click on the gallery of photos. Um, that you'll, you'll laugh when you see that. And you'll get it. We can even hold it up or I can just show it. Uh, now, down at the bottom, somewhere it says gallery. Oh, there it oh, might there be. Is. There's a link at the top. Yeah. So... You click on that. There you are. <laughs> but, oh, I mean, that's great. It's a, the gi- oh, most gigantic yes. picture yes. of me, full length, head to toe. But yes. it's mixed in. Actually, put do it in, in context of the... Um, I'll, I'll do a screen grab and just put it on the screen. So you'll get to see this, too. So, yeah. Open this so this is what we're looking at on Catherine's computer. Is I mean, poor Indonesia. They, <laughs> they get a great. Tiny, they get a tiny picture, and I'm I'm in this enormous photo with me in the kimono. Yeah. Well, I see Kumi, who runs the Asian Festival, when I'm over at Channel Six to hype Scholars Bowl, and she says to me on a Friday afternoon, "What are you doing Sunday? I can hire you to be the MC of the uh, Japanese New Year celebration." Nice. And I said, did you, "I'm sorry. Did you did you did, did, did you, you say, say the hire? A, the H word?" <laughs> And she's like, yeah, well, she says, yeah, I mean, you, you did it. I, you helped us all those years at the Asian Festival when you worked for the radio station, but right. I'm well aware that you no longer work for the radio station. Right, so let's and, you know, pay back here a little and bit. And she had put together her itinerary for the day where she was going to emcee it. 
Okay. But it overlaps, so she's supposed to be doing the mochi demonstration where they take the sweet rice mochi. and they pound mochi. I have a mochi story. Keep going. Oh, mochi's delicious. So she's supposed to be running the mochi demonstration at the same time she's supposed to be introducing the Ken. Um, uh, well, one of the either the sword demonstration or there's this toy. They both start with the word Ken. I'll have to look it up. Um, so it didn't work out. So she thought, well, I'll just I'll get Frank. She's like, I'll pay him a little bit, and he can be the MC for the thing. Nice. So I thought, well, that's pretty cool. So I'm texting my friend Bean because it's. Just, when he makes a new episode, he'll tell me, made a new episode today, and I'm back and forth with that. And it was a Sunday, so we just made a new episode. I said, well, I can't listen to it right now. I'm at the um, Japanese, Japanese New, new Year's Year celebration in, on January 9th, and he wrote, why so soon? What do you mean, why so soon? And I didn't know. I didn't yeah. understand. I thought, well, maybe I, that's a good question. Yeah. Because the Lunar New Year that they celebrate in China and Vietnam, Tet, and they call it Vietnam, is usually in February. Oh, interesting. You know? Yeah. Chinese New Year usually... Not always. It's either late January or sometime in February. And, I mean, I'm reminded of the time that um, when I worked for Kevin and Bean, we did a giant Chinese New Year celebration at the original Panda Inn. You know Panda Express? Yes. Well, the original Panda Inn is in Pasadena. Ah. Before they had Panda Express. That's great. And we had Tori Amos, for whatever reason. She was in town that... It was kind you of need, a, you need Tori Amos. Well, you have well, the record company say, "Hey, Tori Amos is going to be in town this week. Can she come on the Kevin and Bean show?" And you look at the calendar, and you're like, "Well, that's the day we're going to be uh, broadcasting oh, live from Pasadena at the Panda Express and Panda Inn, not the Express." And they're like, "Okay, well, so the record company rents a piano from SIR Studio Instrument Rental, and we make all the arrangements, and the logistics are rerouted. So instead of Tori Amos coming to K Rock." She goes to Pasadena and well, that's puts actually on more fun for a concert Pasadena. For the, oh, it's yeah. fantastic! Yeah, because yeah. like it's actually for an audience; they're not just in the studio. Yeah, yeah seven thirty in the morning, she puts on a piano concert and yeah. does their song, and it was fantastic. Yeah, that's great. So we're well aware of when Chinese New Year actually is, but I figured out the hard way by asking that Japanese New Year is January first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just like ours. <laughs> and they're just celebrating a week later? Or? Yeah, because yeah. apparently in, um, in, for many Japanese, the, um, they don't celebrate Christmas. It's not mm. a, you know, if you're not Christian, if you're right. of, of Shinto, whatever, doesn't matter, whatever you are, Christmas is not a big deal in Japan. Right. So they have a huge party on New Year's That's where funny. they have traditional decorations and we were selling those. And you would maybe, and they had a calligraphy thing. Where you could go and and draw or write a, um, a a Japanese character. Oh, cool! And they were charging five dollars for it, so I didn't want to do it. <laughs> Don't give any of that money back. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't gotten paid yet. <laughs> but they said, no, no. Why don't you do one? Because I was there so early, right? And then no one had done it. There was no one was there yet. I said, why don't you do one? And then we'll just let you have it. And, and then well, you we won't can... tell anyone. Yeah. And in fact, that's the other picture I was going to show. Let me put that up on the screen too. Is when I got the email today from um, the Asian Cultural Society, and they put a montage of photos of the Japanese New Year celebration. It's one big photo, right? So, but if I zoom in, here's a picture of me wearing my Franken Friends mask, nice. holding up my holding up your character, Japanese character. Oh, nice! And I. Um, that's great. So this one, this I drew this myself. You did that yourself? Yeah, they have a. And my wife said you're getting so much better at arts and crafts. That's impressive. Yeah. Well, what do you think it says? Happy New Year. No. <laughs> what does that would have been a good guess. Uh, it's called. This is called a um, a kanji. Is the is the 
drawing, right? The, yes. the characters. Yeah. So actually what they do is, I, I googled this, um, like we use Arabic numerals and whatever kind of letters it is that we use. They actually use Chinese characters, but to say Japanese. So this is a kind of a cross between Chinese and Japanese, but this is a Japanese word for wealth. Nice. So I'm holding it up and I'm saying, look at me, I drew the Japanese word and for wealth. And you got wealth because this was the whole $5 that you didn't spend. Yeah, I got paid. Yeah. And then a lady in the audience, I said, who else has got one? And uh, one lady holds hers up and I said, oh, what did you get? And she says, kindness. I'm like, ah, yeah, that was my second choice. I was gonna... She said kindness with like an attitude there? No, or... I almost got Are kindness. You... I, I thought about getting <laughs> she was kindness. Like, kindness. Like, I... <laughs> I should have kindness, but I'm, I'm like looking she was at my begrudged that she had yeah. kindness. No, no, she was she was she, she was, was morally superior to me. Oh, okay. And she had kindness, and I. So maybe okay. I'm the one saying you know, she had I kindness, see. and I'm, I went for the money. I went for wealth, but you know, given the bank account, I thought this seemed was the wisest choice. You know, if you have wealth, then you can also be kind oh, with your kind. wealth. Oh, very you kind. Know. I would yeah, I would do so. that. So I drew that. And I've, got, I've been displaying it around the house. Which I thought that was kind of cool. That is nice. And like uh, the other thing that was I found interesting about it was when we first get there, um, as other people are arriving, the someone from the Consulate General's Office of Japan in Nashville arrives. And oh, she's cool. a sponsor of the event. And she's brought not, um, I don't know, she sponsored the drawing, but she had other things at their table. They had a table, the Japanese School of East Tennessee. Did you know there was one? No. We can go learn how to speak Japanese and stuff. Uh, so they're there, and um, at that particular guy is there, and I'm going to introduce a few of these folks, and some of them are going to speak in Japanese, some in English, but I'm to introduce these particular dignitaries at the beginning of the event. And Kumi is ta- introducing me to them now. Okay, this is the man who's going to emcee the event, but she's speaking to them in Japanese very rapidly. Okay. And the only words I know in Japanese are, you know, everyone knows domo arigato, which is thank you very much. Right. I know konnichiwa, which is good afternoon. I used to know good morning, but right now it's escaping me. And I know that you're welcome is something like, is touch your mustache. <laughs> but it's not actually touch your mustache. No, it's, it's, it's touch your mustache. <laughs> okay. Is what Kumi said. She says, just, it sounds like touch your mustache. So just, just say, say it, it with like an accent. Fast enough that they and won't it. know that you're really saying touch your mustache. And you just say, ah, oh, touch your mustache. <laughs> <laughs> and that's good morning? or That's, 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 that's you're welcome. That's, you're welcome. So thank you. Don't worry, Gato. Oh, touch your mustache. Touch your mustache. Or something. Mustache. I, I, I apologize, Kumi. I'm, yeah. I'm trying my best. But Kumi is explaining me to these folks, and the only words I'm picking out are Frankson. <laughs> so then, because she says Frankson, and they look at me, and I smile, and I bow. So they're all, t- and they, they're act- interacting with me like I understand <laughs> what they're saying. And I'm, I'm thinking, this is turning into a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode. I'm, I'm starting to turn red, going, oh no, like, oh no. Frankson. Oh no, I better stop. I better let on. Like, so I have to somehow express that I'm in way over my head here. <laughs> just keep bowing. Yeah. Yeah. It was, and touch uh, your mustache. And, yeah. yeah. That's good. That's so that's good. Uh, that's my my last few days. Well, that sounds fun. You know, mo- I have to say I didn't know what mochi was until this uh, television show came on Netflix yeah. last last year. Have you um, heard of a program called Waffles and Mochi? No, but I used to watch. <laughs> I used to watch a um, a thing. I thought it was on a regular network, like ABC years ago. The, years ago, not that long. Um, it was a Japanese game show. Mm-hmm. So they would have bring Americans in to play these outrageous Japanese game shows, and there definitely was a mochi segment of it. And then when you used to go to Menchie's yogurt, they had Menchie's had mochi, 
that you would uh, spoon on top, mochi balls that you would spoon on top of your, your frozen yogurt. Yeah. Well, why don't you look up, get on Netflix here and look up Waffles and Mochi? Because Waffles and Mochi is a delightful little television program that Michelle Obama um, was oh, one of the producers and on. And yeah, I've they never have heard of characters it. that are actual waffles and mochi, those are their names. Oh, okay. <laughs> So they're, they're like puppets. puppets. So it's like, yeah. it's like, it's like Sesame Street. It's basically Sesame Street. That one's clearly Waffles. I don't think I can show it on the screen because of copyrights and whatnot. But, yeah, um, but look at Waffles and Mochi. That one's got waffles on it. Now, the one with the little helmet here, that's Mochi. Oh, small. It's small little pink Mochi. Yes. And instead of saying any words, Mochi just goes, me, 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 me. And then you understand. like, Have what, you eaten what? Mochi? So in New York, when I went there over the summer, I was in Whole Foods, and they had in one of the freezers just like individually wrapped mochis. Mochi cakes? Yeah, like, like little... Because you can get them. It was I'm, like a mochi ball. It was like an like ice cream. It was frozen. Oh. It was pink shelled, and like... Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was great. Well, they handed out at the Japanese New Year celebration some mochi cakes. So I got one that was covered with sesame seeds on the outside, so it looks... I mean, you think it's chocolate, but it's not. It's just got sesame seeds on the outside. The other ones were just plain rice on the outside. Okay. And then it had what you think is chocolate on the inside, and I looked on the label later, and it was red beans. Red oh, bean curd. So, but it's it's like a candy treat. It was like eating a yeah. hostess cake, except it was mochi. Yeah. Well, oh, I loved it. Mochi is fun. Yeah. yeah. And I think uh, for, um, even for Chinese New Year, I think it's traditional to get a, a big rice cake that's filled with uh, red beans on the inside. Nice. You can buy those. At, uh, I did, from remember when I had that job up in Pigeon Forge, we did a Chinese New Year show. And um, I had to stop by at one of those supermarkets like maybe Sunrise Market okay. on uh, Kingston Pike, or there's another Asian market over um, maybe by uh, Montview. But I went to, I think I went to the one that came to mind first, and I bought several of those things so we could cut them up and eat them on the nice. show. Well, we just saw some in frozen section in Ingalls. Well, we so, can do that again. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I have no, no qualms if you want to get some of We're the... We're going to have to get some mochi to yeah. celebrate our Japanese New Year. Yeah. And then whatever we can have for Chinese New Year and Vietnamese New Year. And yeah, all the we'll other celebrate year. all the New Year's. We have to do that. That, we should, that would be fun. I'm, on, I'm into it. That's what we should do. All right. Well, there you go. Hey, here's what we're going to do is um, we're going to break up the conversation. The <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> that t- our timing is right on. I was, <laughs> I was trying to get in one split second before you, but we're so in sync right now. <laughs> so what we're going to do is break up... <laughs> The episode into another episode uh, that you'll be able to see in a couple of days because that gives me more time to edit. Um, and uh, I know you've got stuff uh, on your list that we need to cover, but I had to get the Japanese New Year stuff out yeah, right absolutely. away. Timeliness. Yeah. Um, but I also, if you're stuck at home because of the snow and the ice and you won't leave, you know, like me, uh, you can listen to amazing audio entertainment such as our show on your favorite podcast apps, including Audible. AudibleTrial.com backslash Frank and French show. That is us because uh, if, when you use that code to get a free 30-day trial for, from Audible and download the one free book of your choice during that 30-day period, you get to keep that forever regardless of whether you stick with the, um, uh, the Audible or not. Yeah. But otherwise, let's assume that you, you renew and, or sign up. Then you start getting those credits and you can keep downloading and keep forever. Or you can just use it as a stream and listen to it on your Amazon Echo. Um, they stay in sync so that if you're listening to a book, an audio book, in your car, on your phone, and then you come home and you pick it up on your Kindle or your computer or your 
Absolutely. Echo. And they have everything. I mean, I'm, I'm taking a class at Boston University online, and one of the, the course books that I was required to purchase is actually on Audible. Wow. I know. I know. So you can just have some yeah. dude read it to you. Yeah, exactly. Or some lady, I guess. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. You know. It's a lady. Is it a lady book? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you're studying. <laughs> oh no, I'm studying fundraising, individual okay. giving. <laughs> Before we started the episode, uh, Catherine was justifiably giving me a hard time for mansplaining something. <laughs> I had suggested what we should do, and he didn't hear it. And then he repeated it, and was like, "I think you just said that." And I was like, "Well, you know, a man had to repeat it." In order and for it to be heard. <laughs> it, was, it was a good burn. It was a solid burn from Freddie. So, <laughs> uh, thanks again for going to our website, frankandfriendsshow.com, so that uh, you can buy our merch, find our episodes. Thank you for updating that with the Seymour Smokies and the regular podcast episodes and whatever new thing we it occurs to us to add in in Absolutely. the future. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, keep an ear and an eye out for the next episode. Uh, like it, listen to it, subscribe to it. Share mash it. that button. Oh, yeah, you got to do that. Got to do that. Mash that button. That's important. It is. I yeah. figured out how to subscribe to a YouTube channel. It's harder on the Roku by navigating the remote control. It's not impossible. It's easier to do it on your phone, but I figured out how to do it oh, uh, using the remote on the Roku. So yeah, nice. uh, do that uh, so you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're inching ever so closer. <sighs> <laughs> Tell your friends. So we're trying to get to yeah. a, a thousand, but we're like, uh, we're but getting, we've got we're, we're getting there. Yeah. yeah, slowly but surely. But you can help us get there a little faster if you smash that button and ask your friends to also. Thanks so much. All right, I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Catherine Frady. It is the Frank and Friends Show, and we'll talk to you next time.